joining us now to talk about this and also a bombshell report that they have on just the news is great investigative journalist John Solomon. John, um, great to have you back here on the show, my friend. Yeah, good to be with you, Rita. Now, I want to first start with your big news. You've got some big um, scoop about the Biden administration being ordered by the court, right, to uh, to continue the remain in Mexico policy. That's right. They tried to change it. The court came in and said no. Explain to everybody what that's supposed to do and if they're really enforcing it. Well, that's it. That was our question, which is you talk to the Biden administration and say, oh, we're complying with the court rules. We're, 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 we're complying with it. So we dug in and we found out that out of the 221,000 illegal migrants that were encountered at the border this past month in March, so that's a, one of the largest records in American history, a total of 199 were put into the Remain in Mexico program. That is less than one-tenth of one percent. They are not Wait, 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 wait. I, I got to yeah. go back at you. Wait a minute. 221,000. Again, that was a yeah. record, John. And yeah. you're telling me less than 200 yes. actually were kept got- in Mexico adhering to the judge's policy. That's right. That's one one less than one-tenth of one percent. They're thumbing their nose at not only a federal district court, but at a federal appeals court and the United States Supreme Court refused to impose an injunction saying you ha- you can stop this. They would not allow them to do it. So they've been ordered at all levels of the federal judiciary to enforce this program while this case is working its way to the Supreme Court. In fact, there's arguments next Tuesday before the Supreme Court, and the, the administration has been thumbing its nose at the prior orders saying, we're just not going to do this. We'll do a couple for token, and that's it. When you, when you process 199 out of 221,000 people, you're not complying with the, the court's orders at all. I talked to uh, tonight with uh, the Texas Attorney General. He is the man whose lawsuit forced the administration to keep um, uh, complying with the Remain in Mexico process. He says, listen, I think we're heading towards a constitutional crisis. There's a possibility that the Supreme Court is going to rule this program is still constitutional. Remember, the Supreme Court ruled this once before when Trump was president, that this was a lawful program. If they do that again and the Biden administration doesn't, uh, continue enforcing the law despite being ordered to do so by the Supreme Court. We're going to have a constitutional crisis. It's a pretty remarkable moment that we're seeing. The administration not only is dealing with issues of incompetence and bad messaging, it's dealing with an outright defiance of court orders. So what can be done? Because this is shocking, John, that they're not even following a federal court order. Um, isn't there something that the courts can do in saying, listen, you're not following our orders, you're not following our re- yeah. instructions? There would be two. There's a couple options. The first, obviously, is the plaintiffs, the the state's attorneys general who went to court to get this uh, uh, regulation enforced, could seek a contempt ruling. They could seek to have the president or the Homeland Security secretary or the uh, uh, head of the Custom Border Protection Agency held in contempt. And there's all sorts of penalties, as you know, from daily fines to imprisonment for people who are held in contempt. Another thing that some Republicans talk about, again, I don't know if their leaderships are on board, but there are some Republicans who strongly feel that the outright refusal to enforce laws that are on the books, uh, that that are clearly the will of Congress, the letter of the law of the land, uh, that maybe impeachment is warranted. And you see a lot of people talking about maybe impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas next year if Republicans get the House back. Um, So those are two avenues that would put the Biden administration under a lot more duress and pressure. Um, But, you know, it is a remarkable thing that we we, this president promised us clear talk 
He promised us competence and less drama. We have more drama. We have less clear talk, and we have less competence than we had for a very long time. And that's why our world is so much aflame right now. This White House has been unable to bring calm or common sense or competency to much of what it's dealt with in the last year. And it also seems a lot of uh, rules for thee, but not for me. You know, I mean, when a court orders you, you know, that's a really serious issue, as you know, John. And yet they're thumbing their nose. Hopefully any court you would think would say, wait a minute, you know, judges don't like to have their orders uh, unobeyed. Right. Yeah. No, listen, this is serious stuff. And this goes to what sort of rule of law, what sort of constitutional republic we're going to be in the Democrats mind right now. They don't see Great hope in these institutions. That's why they wanted to add to the Supreme Court and tip the balance uh, from nine justices to something larger. It's why they have you know, gone to court and tried to stop voter ID. They're trying to attack the institutions whose rules are not in their favor. And when they lose right now, they're not showing a, a, a direct compliance with these rulings. I think that's what j- jumped out about the Remain in Mexico policy. It's very hard to get the numbers, but we got them. And, uh, you know, they're they're pretty shockingly low. And I think a lot of people are going to have to ask themselves after the Supreme Court hearing next Tuesday, let's suppose the Supreme Court rules quickly. Will the president of the United States abide by the United States Supreme Court ruling? I don't know. We'll have to find out. When is that going before the Supreme Court, John? When next week? Next Tuesday, um, the uh, Texas Attorney General, Missouri Attorney General and their lawyers will be arguing the case in favor of getting the, the the law enforced, and the Biden administration will be arguing against it. Uh, most people who are looking at this case think that the Biden administration will lose because the court has tipped its hand on two ideas. First, it ruled once before this program was appropriate when President Trump was in charge. And two, they turned down a injunction. When you turn down a preliminary injunction, it means that the chance of them winning the issue is low. And that's one of the standards the court says. So the court has kind of tipped its hand that it's probably going to affirm this um, uh, uh, regulation again. And that's going to put the Biden administration in a very difficult spot. It sure is. And I'm sure uh, that hopefully the Texas Attorney General and Missouri Attorney General are aware of these very low numbers in the Remain in Mexico, because any judge is going to go, wait a minute, this is not what was promised to us. This is not what we had instructed. And that certainly is not going to help the case. Before I let you go, uh, John Solomon, of course, with this great scoop here of what is actually happening at the border, it's it's like salting the wound, John. This is coming, of course, as Title 42 is about to be lifted on May 23rd. What do you make of the fact that there is such a hypocrisy tonight The Justice Department is appealing the order voiding the travel mask mandate. So, in other words, saying that the mask mandate should be in place on mass transit, that COVID is still a big issue. Um, They're also saying that they're looking for COVID funds on Capitol Hill, all that stuff, as you know. At the same time, they're saying, well, there's not a COVID concern on the U.S.-Mexico border. I mean, so many of these people are sleeping under a bridge. I mean, talk about the health conditions that they're unfortunately having to go through even you know i'm even i'm I'm even having i'm having sympathy on these people who've gone these difficult routes but they're not on a they're not necessarily coming in with uh, low infection rates as we've seen in the past for some reason there's no covid on the border john yeah listen there is an amazing story that we broke a couple about a week ago that very few people have paid attention to it was a department of homeland security inspector general report and here's what it said In the first six months of the border surge between April and September of 2021, when Joe Biden says he was dealing with the surge, there were two amazing things that happened. First, 
nearly all of the um, legal migrants that were allowed into the country and trafficked to the country, nearly all of them were not tested for COVID, even though we were being told they were being tested for COVID. Uh, the IG found that they did not, and the IG declared that, it, that the Biden administration created a public health hazard by doing that. They put public health at risk by doing that. The second thing they did is they rented $17 million of hotel rooms, claiming they were putting the illegal migrants in these hotels. Some of those were rented at $300 a night. Not, not many of us get to sleep in a $300 a night hotel. None of those rooms were used. $17 million of taxpayer money wasted. You hear that, and then you say, okay, they're going to make me go on that plane tomorrow and put that mask on, but those illegal immigrants are going to come in without a test, without a mask, without any requirements. Where is system fair? How is it equal under the law? And I think a lot of people are grappling with that very serious question that this administration seems to have two rules for people. Absolutely. The double standard is incredible. John Solomon, always great reporting. And again, everybody can get more details about all this on, of course, Just the News and also all of John's uh, social media, too, as well. John Solomon, thank you so much. Thanks, my friend, Rita. Have a good night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.